Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are so blessed to have you in our community. Oh, if anybody's thank you. visiting your station, please take heed to this doctor. He has made my life so much better. I've completely released all my medications to the I mean, I'm not taking them and I feel great. Isn't that cool? Is that totally <laughs> an unsolicited cool. testimonial? Is that yes. very nice? Thank you. Well earned. Okay, I know you're busy, so I have severe osteoarthritis. I'm going to have knee replacements, and I just went through MRIs last week, and I'm getting ready to revisit the doctor for pain management, and I know his solution will be narcotics, which I don't want to get into. So I'd like to know what you can do. Absolutely. Well, First of all, the, 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 the knee replacements are a good idea. How old are you, Sonny? Uh-oh, did I lose you? Six four. Oh no! How t- how old are you? Sixty four. Oh, sixty four. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's you know by then you're getting this osteoarthritis, is yes. wear and tear, and it's bone on bone, and oh my God, it gets hard. Are you going to do both knees at one time or one knee Negative. at a time? No, I'm going to do one. The right one's the worst, but they gave me a shot, which is one of my concerns. It gave me, I mean, total relief. I feel wonderful. But I'm concerned about the the problematic uh, results of side continuing effects. using the side effects of the Right, shot. but if you only had one shot, don't worry about it. That was probably a steroid. It was anti-inflammatory right. mixed with pain. Don't worry about it. you got to get out of pain. Once the surgery is right. over yep. and you're back walking, don't worry about pain medication for the week or two that you have to take it because yeah. that's all you'll need it. And let me tell you, being in pain is really a drag, and it, and it's very difficult. So, you, you know... Take something, you know, don't knock yourself out. I, again, you take what you think you need just to handle it. So, uh, but what you can take uh, internally is serapeptase. Serapeptase is a very strong anti-inflammatory, and it's also a, uh, it, de- it stops the scar tissue from developing. So they're going to do the one. How do you spell it? 
Serapepta, S-E-R-R, S-E-R-R-A, P-E-P-T-A-S-E, Serapeptase. Oh, man, you're comes awesome. from it, It's a very, very unique uh, enzyme. You know, it's, it comes from a, um, ca- uh, um, a silkworm kind of type of... Um, think of it. How does the uh, um, caterpillar get out of a cocoon? Have you ever noticed how hard a cocoon can get? Uh-huh. You know, the butter, the uh, uh, butter, metamorphosis. The, uh, metamorphosis and the butterfly yeah. comes yeah. out. But how yeah. does that butterfly get out of that rock hard, solid cocoon? Because it's, it's hard as I a don't rock. Know how, though. I it mean, secretes this, it, throws, uh-huh. it vomits out this stuff called serapeptase that uh-huh. dissolves the. Um, the the uh, uh, cocoon. Now, let me tell you, there have been experiments, as an example, because it's very hard for the uh, butterfly to get out of the cocoon. And they've done experiments where they actually help the butterfly get out of the cocoon, and the butterfly will not fly. Uh, it has to actually work that the muscular exertion of getting out of the cocoon is what brings blood into the uh, wings of the... Um, wow. So it's really amazing. You can't help it. It has to that go through the adversity. Awesome. But that stuff that it uh, um, secretes, serapeptase, dissolves plaque. It dissolves scar tissue. It's an ah. anti-inflammatory. It's a super formula. So you'll get that. And we, you get the one that's the highest unit. So we have a 120,000 unit pill. And they uh-huh. come in 30,000, 60, 90. We have the 120. So you could take two in the morning, two in the evening, first thing on an empty stomach, last thing at night. And uh-huh. it's going to make a big, big difference. You're amazing. There's I'm also just... another thing you can get, an essential oil. There's a, a essential oil by doTERRA called Deep Blue, and it's for pain. And let me tell you how good it is. You just rub okay. that right on the area. So those two things will help. You want to take extra vitamin C and L-lysine just before the uh, surgery and uh-huh. bamboo silica. You need silica to help rebuild the bones. So that will help um, and make the surgery go much, much easier. Vitamin, vitamin C, C, bamboo silica, and what else? B- vitamin C, L-lysine, an amino L-lysine. acid, at a two-to-one ratio, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, 500 um, L-lysine, and then uh, bamboo silica. Take about... Three pills, three times a day for the whole bottle. All right. And I know you got to go, but I got to throw this at you. Okay. I got neck and back problems. Same thing, osteo. I want to find out what's causing the osteo. Well, okay. it's the is it the acidic diet. It can be. It can be diet. It could be improper posture. It could be a number of things okay. that's causing it. So right. you know, it's hard. But if you take those nutrients, it stops yep. that wear and tear. Okay. Okay. You got it. Now, what about the cannabis? I'm in New Mexico. Oh, CBD oil. Very good. That's a super pain and super anti-inflammatory. And uh, the government's trying to go after them. They're going after the CBD companies, even though no, the pharmaceuticals are going. Yeah, because they want a drug that's come on. Now, Texas just uh, uh, legalized it. So Texas now has, you can get CBD oil in Texas. So that's very cool. Hey, man, thank you very much. Great call, Sonny. I appreciate it. All right, let me go to Patty, and then we're going to go right to our guests. And uh, Patty, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. How can I help you? I want to ask you, um, I have a 28-year-old that's having real bad anxiety. Anxiety? Yes. 
Okay, so like panic attacks? Um, not so much panic attacks. Uh, she gets real antsy and then like um, she has trouble breathing and stuff like that. Right, because she's having a mild panic attack is what uh -huh. that is. That's a mild panic attack. Okay. And that's a whole discussion. One of the best things for anxiety of anything that you can do is exercise. A okay. good exercise program will stop because when you're having an anxiety attack, you have to go back a hundred thousand years. You're 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 walking in the forest. You're eating berries and nuts and seeds. You're having a wonderful time. It's a beautiful day. You come around the trail. Ah! There's a tiger. What happens? Okay. Now you got to run away. Correct. Right. Okay. Now, have you ever exercised before? I'm sure you have. What's the first three minutes of any exercise program? Warm up. Well, you can't tell the tiger, excuse me, can I run in place for a couple of seconds, a minute or so, and warm up? Don't, don't run after me. No. You have to run instantly. So your brain knows that. So it produces a reaction where your heart and your lungs are breathing intensely, and your heart is beating, and you are ready to run full out as fast as you can. So that's what an anxiety is for. It's to get you to run away from something that's attacking you. Or you'll pass out because animals that pass out, they play dead so the animal won't eat them. And the other thing you'll do is you'll poop in your pants with severe anxiety because the carnivores eat the poop. So oftentimes you can run away and then the carnivore will eat the poop. But if you pass out, you're playing dead, the carnivore won't eat you. So all of those symptoms that people feel when they're having anxiety attack, they get diarrhea or they get constipation, their stomach hurts, they can't breathe w very well. It's because of a physiological response. You're designed to run away. So all blood leaves your stomach. All blood leaves your back. All blood leaves your legs because you're running through the forest. You don't want to get uh, scratched and stick. You can't go, ooh, ow, ow, ow. So you have to run fast so there's no pain receptors and there's no blood. And there's all kinds of things. So the exercise is the best thing that you can do. The other thing is to help the adrenal glands with B vitamins. Um, you know, any of the B vitamins, or your daughter can take uh, Prime Longevity. It has all of them in there, and it's going to be a top formula. Um, or she can also take an adrenal support, adrenal support by Nature Sunshine. Okay. Okay? Support, yeah. Okay. There you go. Now, one little question before you leave. Okay. I keep having these um, flares for the, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. Gout. Gout. Oh, gout. Okay, stop eating so much meat. Gout comes from the digestion. It's a purine byproduct of protein digestion. Well, just go on vegetarian diet every other day and cut down the protein. Um, don't eat um, uh, uh, certain foods, you know, uh, uh, really high uh, organ meats and things like that. Those are going to increase your gout. Sardines can in uh, some people. But if you go every other day, then you're going to be fine and that gout's not going to bother you. Gout can cause your heart to beat really uh, hard, so it can cause a lot of fatigue. Your, your heart will beat very, very strong in your chest sometimes. You go, oh, my heart. Oh, it's not a heart attack. It's just the gout, the uh, uric acid. So um, just uh, go vegetarian. You can also get to cut the pain right away. Uh, safflower, the herb safflower, and it comes in capsules, and you can take about three capsules three times a day, and in two days, the gout pain will be gone. Okay? Are you there?
Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much. Yeah, have a good uh, okay, there you go. And then we're going to hold all the phone calls so I can go ahead and introduce my guest, and we've got some time. So um, let me tell you, this is a very important um, subject that we're talking about. Um, Hold on, let me get that, because I want to pull up that article. Here it is. Obama seeks to nationalize local police departments, placing them under federal control. Well, I've got someone here um, that wants to talk about it, and it's uh, James Fitzgerald, and he spent eight years as a plainclothes detective on the uh, tough streets of New Jersey. Oh, my God. That's like, forget about it. Do you, you say that well? Forget about it. <laughs> I love that. New Jersey. And uh, he is now currently the National Director of Field Activities uh, for the John Birch Society. And listen, they have come out with information I remember from, gosh, from the 60s, you know, all the time, telling us about what's going to be happening, your rights being slowly taken away, gun rights, all and everybody used to go, oh gosh, that's the John Birch Society, forget that, that's not real, nobody's going to believe, and everything they have said has come true, and it's really now um, this uh, whole movement to federalize our police force, so I have with me um, James um, Fitzgerald and also uh, William Lenderman. Um, and Bill, why don't you, we can call you Bill instead of William. Yeah. Bill, go ahead and introduce yourself because you're a local here in town. Oh, there you got me. It's something so I can, um, uh, there it is. Hey, we got, okay. Um, that's James Fitzgerald. Wait, where are you? Okay. Um, you can introduce, you can introduce, um, uh, James and go ahead and introduce yourself too, because I know, uh-huh. Yeah, you're on. Well, I'm Bill Lenderman. I'm the chapter leader of the El Paso chapter of the John Birch Society. And we've invited James Fitzgerald here as a national speaker to talk about this vital issue. You know that policemen are being murdered all over the country. Yeah. And there's a, there's, he can under, help you understand what's going on. And as a citizen, once you understand also how you can help yourselves. So let me give you a little more complete introduction. Sure, absolutely. Uh, tonight, and we're going to have him speak tonight. Right, and that's why we're having him on today. There is a lecture tonight, and it's open to the public. So that's going to be very important, and I wanted to introduce that so you can get a tidbit here on the radio show. Yes, that's at 7 p.m. tonight at the Best Western Airport Hotel, which is right at Gateway West and Airways. Right at the corner there, right next to the Starbucks yeah. at the corner. Oh, yeah, they'll know where it is. Best Western Airport Hotel. Well, let me, just, just let me share this. Tonight, yeah. he's going to help us understand how having locally controlled police is essential to American liberty. Mr. Fitzgerald is a former police officer, as, as uh, Elias said, from the Vice Squad of, New, of Newark, New Jersey. He joined the John Birch Society in 1962 and became a member of the field staff in 1964, serving as coordinator for New Jersey and parts of New York City. In the late 1960s, Mr. Fitzgerald, working with members of the John Birch Society and the New York City Police Department, he was successful in securing a ballot position for the vote on the recently organized Civilian Police Review Board. The subsequent vote by the citizens of New York resulted in the repudiation and dismantling of that board and leftist radicals that had controlled it from its inception. 
Following this action, Mr. Fitzgerald came under attack by the official voice of the Communist Party, the Daily Worker. Outraged at the review board because it had been defeated, suggesting it was the work of Mr. Fitzgerald and the John Birch Society. The Daily Worker ran a number of articles attacking him and the John Birch Society over this issue. While at the John Birch Society, he's held every position in the field and is currently the national director of field activities. He's responsible for the entire field staff throughout the United States. Man. Mr. Fitzgerald Woo. is a frequent speaker on such topics as the United States Constitution, the John Birch <coughs> Society, and its many action projects, including support your local police and keep them independent. Well, there we go. And uh, I didn't hear our music. We're uh, kind of behind. So uh, we're going to break for our first commercial. And uh, James, uh, Mr. Fitzgerald, will introduce you as soon as we get right back from that commercial. And then we'll spend the rest of the time talking about um, uh, what's going on. This is Eliezer Ben-Joseph, Natural Solutions Radio. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Come to Health Nat Work out with a new intensive live oxygen system called the Live O2. It improves your overall well-being and increases your energy level by upping your oxygen levels. Remember, it is shown that many diseases, including cancers, do not survive in a well-oxygenated body. Call 915-833-0222 or come by Health Naturally at 7040 North Mesa, El Paso, Texas for more information. Remember, call 915-833-0222 for more information. Are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes catching up with you? Obesity is epidemic in the U.S., causing diabetes affecting 17 million Americans, and 65% of all diabetics die from heart disease or strokes. The EPA says 75% of all chronic disease is caused by environmental pollutants. Can we trust our government? They allow more than 5.5 trillion pounds of toxic waste in our environment every year. I'm Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath with over 30 years experience in the field as a healthcare practitioner. I created Prime Longevity to protect you against all these toxins. Prime Longevity is the most robust, complete longevity formula that outdoes every other product on the market. The scientific truth is there's no other longevity formula more potent than Prime Longevity. This is the most cost-effective true health insurance you can buy. Go to www.primelongevity.com. That's primelongevity.com. Macarena. <laughs> You don't have headphones. Sergio, do we have headphones? No more? Oh, my. Hey, keep that song. I love that. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> right, then he doesn't have to hear. All right, there we go, Macarena. I love that song. Is that a happy song or what? I mean, you hear that song and you just, you can't help but do that. I don't care how depressed somebody is. If they hear that song, it's like, oh, okay, happy-go-lucky, isn't it? But they can't hear you unless you're close to the microphone. But I'm not going to talk anymore. No, no. You, if you say something, you got to be close to the microphone. Okay. Hey, we are back. <laughs> and, uh, I want to say thank you all for joining us here at Natural Solutions Radio. Uh, I'm with a good friend of mine, Bill Lenderman. And uh, he's brought a guest here, uh, James Fitzpatrick. But just going to, of course, call my wife. Did I press that button? Are you on, honey? 
I'm on. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, callers from the first hour. I'm sorry, they're not gonna uh, can't can't do this. Anyway, I I vote for the good radio host. So, um, <laughs> NaturalSolutionsWater.com for all of you expecting a, a demo today on the Kangen Water System, and we're also going to have a couple of raffles, and one of them is going to be the shower filter, which is going to be a great way to get started with. Uh, you know, having uh, good good water, and uh, you can go to that website and see the demos since we're not having them live in the store today. And you talked about the uh, Celtic Salt and the Bragg's Amino. We have those on hand, and also the apple raffle. cider vinegar, not the uh, Bragg's, but the Bragg's Amino is good also. Right, sorry. Yeah. Okay, we have both. <laughs> yes, we carry the Bragg's products also in the yeast and everything. So, uh, and DoTerra uh, also with twenty. $25 purchase, just like the shower filter with $25 purchase, you can enter the raffle, and um, we're going to be giving one of each of those away from doTERRA, the eighth volume book, and we've got all the new teas from Prince of Peace, blood pressure, cholesterol, detox, um, blood sugar, and then also the Jason Winters with Chaparral or with Sage in both bulk and bags, and the doTERRA daily nutrient pack, that's going to be 15% off. And then we do have the new coconut oil uh, butter, and uh, that's like without uh, sodium and everything. Oh, and it's so good. I mean, let me tell you, put that on a piece of bread, toast. Coconut, I mean, buttered flavor coconut oil. It's really not butter. It's not butter. It's not, uh, it's butter, but it doesn't taste like coconut. And then the children's vitamins in schools are starting most places on Monday, 15% off from Nature Sunshine. And then from um, Barleen's, the natural, uh, the fresh catch of the day, fish oil, eight ounce, fifteen percent off. All of Future Biotics, all the current products, fifteen percent off, like the dark chocolate and the Garcinia and the vitamin K, and then all the uh, ones that were closing out um, at half price. And then at fifteen percent off, also the bamboo silica you were talking about and the serapeptase. And then from EcoPure that makes coral calcium, the cell of energy, H2O, believe me for your energy. The teachers have already been in buying it for the last month of the summer. And, and it has all the minerals of the coral, so right. uh, that's, it's a two for one. Exactly. And the cinnamon six for anybody concerned with blood sugar, so bitter melon, things like that. We do have stock of Men's Max 72, I think about 19 or 20 bottles. So we never know when we do or don't have them, but we have them today. And then with the $25 non-sale purchase, 15% off on the Alcogenesis you were talking about also. So oh, cool. come in and take, in, you know, take advantage of all that. Oh, and you did mention that the iodine might be on special. Yeah, I didn't know. It wasn't on special, but I'll take $2 off. Hey, if that's you cool. mentioned, yeah, you heard it on the show. Okay. Uh, this is the pharmaceutical grade. It's never been on special. So, um, and iodine is key. Every human should be taking iodine. Right. I'll let you go. Okay. Thank you very much. That was my wife, Sandy Ben Joseph, and all of the stuff of the day. And uh, guys, Men's Mac, there's only about 19 bottles left. It really is 
natural Viagra guys. I mean, <laughs> let me tell you, you know you're old because our flags don't even wave in the morning anymore. It used to, but uh, <laughs> you you start taking this stuff, and let me tell you, it works. And it's a natural Viagra. You only need one pill every three days. That's how strong it is. One pill. It's like a Viagra. You know, you take it, or Cialis, or any of those. But it works, guys. So, uh, um, anyway, you want to take that. And a couple of announcements. There's a, um, a September... Uh, September 24th, there's going to be the Veterans Memorial 8K race, and that's presented by the Citizens Commission on Human Rights. And uh, we got to stop drugging all our um, veterans, and that's what's happening. The veterans are being drugged, and there's 22, um, 20 plus um, suicides per day with veterans. So uh, September 28th, um, and uh, talk to uh, Jody Kincaid. He'll be on at 12 o'clock. You want to talk to him about that? And then uh, August 28th, there is going to be the Welcome Home El Paso Vietnam Veterans, or any v Vietnam veteran. So Welcome Home, uh, they never got a Welcome Home, and we were never... Um, <laughs> Uh, of their own homecoming. So here it is, uh, August 28th, at, uh, that's a Sunday, and it's going to be at the El Paso um, Coliseum, so please take advantage of it. Now, right now, uh, in America, we support our troops who heed the call to defend liberty. We support our police off peace officers who answer the call to serve local communities. And hear that, it's local communities. Both contribute to a free nation. But forces are working in the government to take away that free nation. And you're invited tonight to attend a uh, support your local police and keep them independent as presented by uh, former police officer James Fitzgerald. He will explain the efforts to turn our local police into national police. And um, it's only two bucks free for all law enforcement and first responders. So if you're a first responder or law enforcement and their families or just the law enforcement, law enforcement and your families can come in free tonight and it's at the Best Western Hotel. Um, can I, may I call you James or Mr. Fitzgerald? Which is James, James, James. James, first of all, thank you very much for doing this um, because I don't think most people know about it. I did not really know about it, Bill, until you um, brought something to the store and gave it to Sandy, and I went, oh, my God, that is a terrible. Tell us about what's happening and what does it mean to nationalize the police force. What does that mean, in essence? Uh, good point. In order to have a, a better understanding of what's taking place in American cities today, particularly as it relates to the police, you have to go back quite a few years. Back in 1960 and 1961, the United States Senate Internal Security Subcommittee was conducting investigations uh, about the attacks on police way back then. They were doing it back yeah. then even? And they oh. issued a report, a copy of which I have here, titled, A Communist Plot Against the Free World Police. Oh. If you were to read this report, you would think you're reading today's newspapers. The Senate laid out exactly what the communist revolutionaries would do to create chaos in the streets. They would then have, it's a two-pronged attack, uh, they would have sympathizers in high places in government. Oh, well, we got one that's about as high as you can well, be. Sadly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, the reality is that we see this now playing out. What the Senate pointed out 55 years ago is now playing out in American streets. 
We'll use Ferguson, uh, Missouri as an illustration. Absolutely. You know, here we have a case of uh, now being described and has been described by the press uh, that uh, th this young man who was killed, they described him as an unarmed black teenage victim. Gentle giant, I remember they talked yeah. about. To me, I did the research, the guy's a thug. I'll know this from psychology. When you are a big guy, and he was, what, 6'4", 255 pounds, when you grow up as a big person like that, you have one of two personalities. Either you're a bully, and you bully and you use your bigness to get what you want, or you're a gentle giant and you help people and you go out of your way to become, to use your strength. This guy was a thug, bully, robber, um, and everything, and, and please continue. I wanted people to know yeah. that. Yeah. Well, again, he has been described in the press as, uh, as an unarmed black teenage victim. Well, to be sure, he was a victim. Uh, unfortunately, a victim of his own behavior. Yeah. But the reality is that Michael Brown was uh, an unarmed black teenage criminal. He uh, he stole merchandise from a store. He threatened the clerk and choked him. He attacked a police officer and made an effort to uh, get his weapon. Probably might have killed the police officer. He had, might have. We don't know. Had, uh, had he been successful. Yeah. Uh, there were, uh, after that incident, there were a number of peaceful demonstrations. Then 500 people were bused into Ferguson, Missouri, from all over the United States, representing 14 separate organizations funded by George Soros. Oh, Soros funded these groups to the turn of, to the tune of 33 million dollars a year. The most notable of these groups is Black Lives Matter, and uh, <coughs> these people were bought. Now again, you, you so they're bust. You're telling me yes, that these 500. people, 500 people, were bust. Yes, those are. Paid agitators, paid thousand dollars a month. They were paid each provocateurs. Each, yeah, yeah. Many of them, these these leftist type organizations, many of them were hardcore Marxist groups. Now, typical of how they function, many of the people who join these join innocently. They have nice sounding names, and they think they're going to somehow be. I mean, helpful. Black Lives Matter. Who would yeah, not uh, yeah, agree right. with that? So, uh, when they bust these five hundred folks in, uh, the peaceful demonstrations turned into chaos, destruction. And Ferguson, like many cities, was burned. Was burned right. And what, what went unnoticed by the press, when you look at the Black Lives Matter sign on the bottom, they have a website. The website yeah. is Revolutionary Communist Party of the United States. Oh, I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah. That's the website for the Black Lives there Matter. There you go, right on every one of their signs, revcom.us. You could go on your computer anytime and look it up. And there you have it. Uh, and so here you have communist agitators, as the Senate pointed out, taking innocent people and bringing them out into the street and creating riots and chaos. Now, then and then, of course, people demand more. Oh, we got to have more gun laws. We got to have more yeah. this. We got you know that it's yeah. all. It's like a snowball rolling down the hill. Yeah. What followed this was an investigation by the Department of Justice. And they concluded that the riots in Ferguson, the people responsible were the police. And they reached that conclusion by saying the police uh, would not allow uh, folks to gather. They forced them to keep moving, violating their First Amendment rights. Well, as a former police officer, I can tell you simply, when you have a volatile situation and you allow people to gather, a small group is one thing. But when the group doubles, becomes hundreds. when it becomes 50 and 100, you've lost control. Right. So the police typically would force people to keep moving to not allow 
that group to get to 100 and lose control of a situation. So it's not a standard only, police exactly, operating procedure. A, every police department trains its officers to do exactly that. Sadly, the Department of Justice had to find blame somewhere. They didn't investigate George Soros or the Marxist groups he brought in. And Black Lives Matter, by the way, one of the founders was Alicia Garza's, a self-professed Marxist. And uh, they didn't investigate Soros or the $33 million he uses to fund these groups or the 14 separate organizations that came in and created all this problem. The exact same thing happened in Baltimore. And in Baltimore, sadly, uh, where your Freddie Gray was killed, Freddie Gray was arrested 24 times, 18 for being a drug dealer. Freddie Gray was uh, pumping drugs into young blacks and Hispanics, inner-city kids, who were dying of overdoses or becoming criminals in order to support their drug habits. When he was placed in a police van, an, another person in that van, another man being arrested, said Freddie Gray was deliberately ramming his head against the side of this steel-encased police van. And that's why, actually, the, the courts have said that they are not guilty. Yes, exactly. And again, right. people were pissed off, and especially the mayor. Uh, I don't think she helped the situation to diffuse the, it the all. The mayor made a very unfortunate yeah. statement. She she said she wanted the demonstrators to have the ability to, to peacefully protest, which we all agree with. But then she went on to say, for those who wish to destroy, let's give them the room to do that. Well, it didn't take much... Uh, That's almost criminal incitement. Well, it certainly did the job and incited. it. Now, uh, again, uh, you have a situation here where six police officers were indicted, the state's attorney who, who did the indictment openly uh, supported the leftist causes in, uh, in Baltimore and uh, has been widely criticized. As a matter of fact, there are people now trying to get her law license removed because of her behavior. Uh -huh. But be that as it may, uh, the Justice Department once again came down and said the problem in Baltimore, not Soros, not Black Lives Matter, not the Communist Revolutionaries, the police department. The police department, they said, are racist. And uh, the police stop blacks more than whites. They arrest blacks more than whites. Blacks get longer uh, prison sentences uh, more than whites, all of which, by the way, are true. But when you deal with people in an area where you have a high level of criminal activity, you always have a disproportionate number of people. Correct. Stopped. You go to an inner city almost anywhere, and that's where the people are doing yeah. the crime. In New Jersey, where I live, our state troopers are a tremendous law enforcement agency. Uh, they were making uh, between five and 600 arrests on the New Jersey Turnpike each year for drug dealers coming up from the south, dropping off drugs in Camden, Trenton, Newark, Jersey City, on into New York. And our troopers were really sharp and were able to spot these guys. And again, they were arresting between five and 600 a year. The Justice Department came in and accused them of profiling. They said you were profiling. Well, let me tell you, as a police officer, we profile bad guys. We profile exactly. car thieves. We profile criminals. We profile child molesters. It's part of police work. It's you know, I'm Israeli. Israel profiles every <laughs> single person that goes on a plane, and that's why they don't have terrorists on their planes. Yeah. Okay, there's our music. <laughs> if you don't mind, we just have to take our break, pay for the show uh, commercial. Uh, so uh, I hear our music. We can go ahead and break early. It's 30 seconds early. Is that all right? So let's go ahead. We'll take our break, and then uh, we'll be right back and continue this. And again, there's uh, tickets available. You'll be able to get them at the door. Best Western Airport 
hotel. It's only two bucks, folks, and you're going to find out um, about um, uh, what's happening. And it's free for all law enforcement and first responders. So we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Health Naturally is the best apothecary in town for all your supplement needs. We here at Health Naturally believe in the natural approach to your health and wellness. We have a great staff continually trained by Professor Ben Joseph about supplements for your specific health concerns and needs. Be sure to call us at 915-833-0222 for your questions and comments or come and visit us at 7040 North Mesa Suite S, El Paso, Texas. Remember, call 915-833-0222. Know that prevention is the best alternative to a cure. Are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes catching up with you? Obesity is epidemic in the U.S., causing diabetes affecting 17 million Americans, and 65% of all diabetics die from heart disease or strokes. The EPA says 75% of all chronic disease is caused by environmental pollutants. Can we trust our government? They allow more than 5.5 trillion pounds of toxic waste in our environment every year. I'm Eliezer Ben-Joseph, traditional naturopath with over 30 years experience in the field as a healthcare practitioner. I created Prime Longevity to protect you against all these toxins. Prime Longevity is the most robust, complete longevity formula that outdoes every other product on the market. The scientific truth is there's no other longevity formula more potent than Prime Longevity. This is the most cost-effective true health insurance you can buy. Go to www.primelongevity.com. That's primelongevity.com. great song by the Eagles, you know, think of it, everybody's complaining, and it's like, get over it, your mother did this, you didn't get hugged by your father, and la da da and that's why I'm a bad person, it's get over it, so anyway, I'm uh, here with um, uh, Mr. James uh, Fitzgerald, and um, former police officer, now uh, really helping the United States, and uh, the citizenry, and talking about something that's really an insidious thing that's been going on for years, and that's the slow erosion of our constitutional rights and the movement towards uh, socialism. And you can see, I can't believe that we actually had a socialist, you know, a, a, a affirmed socialist run for president and almost beat, well, she's almost a socialist anyway also, so it doesn't really matter, but that actually ran as a socialist and people are uh, voting for. And then I saw um, um, at the Hillary um, convention or, or a, a, a rally, they got a guy with a, uh, and he was having a, a sign up of for all the people that would agree to um, cancel the Second Amendment. And that they, and everybody there that was interviewed signed that petition at the Democratic um, uh, rally to stop and uh, cancel the Second Amendment. So, uh, you know, I, this is insidious. This, you said it's been going on for years. Yeah, sure has. 
I, I was mentioning earlier before your break about uh, the New Jersey State Troopers and the number of arrests they were making each year between five and six hundred for drug dealers, and then the Justice Department stopped that and accused them of profiling. Uh, those arrests are now down to 50, which means over 500 drug dealers are now getting through. And if you look at the number of uh, people dying from overdoses of drugs oh. in the Northeast, New hmm. Jersey alone it's up to 168 uh, percent. Last year, 4,600 people died from drugs in this country. More than were shot and more than were killed in automobile accidents. The president has now decided to release from federal prison what he describes as um, a lot of drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. Well, he describes uh, these people as uh, nonviolent prisoners. Uh, about uh, 6,600 of them qualify. Uh, about 95% have been drug dealers. They're in prison, not not for smoking marijuana or anything. No, but they're doing hard drugs. See, there's That's a difference exactly. between marijuana and coke and crack yeah. and, and heroin and heavy-duty pills. There's a big difference between that. Sure is. And I think that the uh, uh, CD, the CDC should not be um, classifying marijuana as a Schedule One drug. I, I, I we agree. Know, it's you know, bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, if these uh, people are uh, released, as they are being, 6,000 of them, heavy-duty drug sellers. These are drug pushers. These are not users for the most part. They may be, but their primary objective is to sell drugs. Well, the 46,000 that died last year, that number is going to escalate dramatically if you put these 6,000 people back on the street, uh, these so-called nonviolent drug dealers. Mm -hmm. uh, the tragedy is that uh, we already see evidence of what's happening with young people with respect to drugs. Uh, and again, uh, you have agencies of the federal government making it as difficult as possible for law enforcement to do their job. Milwaukee is a good illustration. We just a week or so ago had riots in Milwaukee. Here you had a black man, Cywill uh, Smith was his name, arrested 13 times for uh, very serious criminal offenses. He's only 22, 23 years no, old. Look at his record. He had, he had a firearm. And as a, a convicted felon, if he was caught with that firearm, he'd do at least oh, 10 right. to 15 years in yeah. prison. So a police officer's chasing him. Uh, he realizes if he's caught, he's going to go away for a long time. So he turned and uh, aimed the gun at the police officer. Fortunately, the, uh, the black police officer was quicker than him and shot and killed him. What followed were demonstrations, which, which happened. Yeah. Now, the demonstrations, once again, were reasonably peaceful. Until, and this is from the chief of police, Ed Flynn. Ed Flynn said, until the Revolutionary Communist Party showed up and incited a riot. And brought in, again, Soros with buses, brought in yeah. uh, people to um, provocateurs. All the thugs and criminals that, that incite. Now, people in these communities, uh, sadly, some of them take advantage of the riots and loot and do things like that. But it's the revolutionary communists that are inciting these and creating this problem. So here you have uh, these, this kind of activity going on in the streets, the revolutionaries in the streets. Black Lives Matter, as I pointed out, marched in 20 American cities calling for the death of police officers. They'd be killed, and they were being guarded by police officers. They then went to the White House where the president thanked them for the good work they do. Mm. Uh, and here you have um, some very high-level foundations in America. Ford Foundation and, uh, and one other, the, uh, let's see, it's called the Borealis Foundation, they're going to, for the next six years, raise $100 million 
for the Black Lives Matter and these radical leftists. Now, Ford has been doing this for 50 years, supporting radical left organizations and, and, and things of that nature. In Chicago, the first three months of 2015, police officers made 159,000 stops. That could be traffic violations, could be searching somebody for a weapon, it could be a, a, a family dispute. Right. And they, they made this year, the same period, three months, the stops were down to only 20,000. The reason being, they were now forced to write a lengthy two-page report for every stop they made. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so Paper police work. officers are now sitting in radio cars with a simple uh, traffic stop and writing out two-page reports. So the number of stops by police are down about 87%. The net result is crime in Chicago has gone through the roof. As of last Thursday, a week ago this Thursday, 2,640 people have been shot in Chicago. And they have the strongest gun laws in the, in the country. Only nine by police officers, I might add. 400 are dead. Now, the real tragedy in all of this, in Ferguson, in Baltimore, in Milwaukee, the people who suffer most are the innocent black families who live in these inner cities and are surrounded by these thugs, these drug dealers, these yep. revolutionary communists, and their voices are never heard. And those poor people, their children are being murdered while they sit in their own homes. Absolutely. And, virtually not, and, the, and the Justice Department is not investigating 2,600 people shooting in Chicago or 400 dead. They're investigating the police. A commission recently sent a report and said the problem in Chicago, racist police officers. Yeah. It's typical of what we get. So remember what I said, what, what, the, what the United States Senate pointed out, a two-prong attack. Revolutionaries in the street, sympathizers in government. And, and what, what do they want? The Senate said, what's the ultimate end of all of this? What's the goal? And the Senate said they want a national police force. What does that mean, to have a national police force compared to a local police force? Well, what, let, what let's give you some illustrations. Yeah. There's a history of national police forces. The first notable one was the Cheka in Russia in 1918. Oh, yeah. After the Communist Revolution, they instituted a national police force called the Cheka. Uh, that the Cheka arrested several hundred thousand people, murdered tens of thousands. A book was written in 1928 by a man uh, by the name of George Seldes and said that one national police agency subjugated 150 million people and kept them terrorized. One national police force. The Gestapo in Germany did exactly the same thing. And they were a national police national force. National police force. The Stasi in East Germany, the, uh, the police in, in uh, communist Cuba all do the exact same thing. So, uh, and now we have the United Nations has now called on the Obama administration to nationalize the police forces in the United States. So that's where it started then. That's um. where it started. So you have the two-prong attack, the revolutionaries in the street and the, these individuals in government in sympathy with them. Now, why would, why would the average citizen agree to this? Well, look, if you lived in Ferguson, Baltimore, or Milwaukee, and you saw your city being burned down, you're going to uh, clamor for uh, protection. And your police are being restrained from doing their work, and it appears as though the police are incapable of stopping this. You're going to go call in the National Guard. We need an alternative. Yeah. And the alternative, when it's sold to them, will be the National Police Force. So they're, they're restraining the police, on the one hand, from doing what they should do. In Ferguson, in Baltimore, in Milwaukee, police could have easily stopped any of this activity, and they moved quickly, and they would have. Now, there would have been some problems, but it would have been, it would have been minimized. Uh, the sad part is that when the pol pol politicians who run these communities restrain the police and things get out of hand like they're out of hand in Chicago, Chicago's had three chiefs of police in six months, and they keep blaming the police. 
when you got these thugs creating right, right. this problem, and you got Soros and his minions. Soros just gave six hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Black Lives Matter, so they can spread their communist terror all across the United States. So and here then, we have. You know, there is a philosophical point that okay, Black Lives Matter. That's an important concept. Yeah. We mm -hmm. know that, mm -hmm. but. When all of a sudden, when all lives matter, mm -hmm. that became, oh, now you're racist because you're not understanding from the black yeah. point of view. And I'm sure there are things. Now, we're in El Paso. I'm surprised that we live in one of the safest cities in the <coughs> country, and we're right on the border with all the drugs. I don't understand that. It's yeah. almost like an oxymoron. Yeah, to some extent, <laughs> it does sound that way. But... Uh, you know, the, the truth of the matter here is that uh, police officials in this country, in the major cities, are appointed by the mayors, and they therefore reflect the political ideology of the mayor. In Somerville, Massachusetts, recently, the, uh, the mayor put a big sign outside the city hall up on the top of the building. It said, Black Lives Matter. The police, the rank-and-file police officers, protested bitterly because they know what's That's behind what, what's going right? to happen, yeah. The, the mayor marched out the chief of police and two deputy chiefs of police who agreed the sign should be there. So here you have on the high levels of some of the major police departments, you have people who are ideologically in, in unison with the, with the mayor. In New York City, for instance, you have Mayor Bill de Blasio. As a young man, he was in Nicaragua working with the communist Sandinistas, and now he's the mayor of New York City. If you go on the Revolutionary Communist Party website, they point to him as a hero. He's one of their guys. And uh, the tragedy is these things are happening. Now, the Justice Department has instituted a new program, Police Data Initiative, they call it. Six, uh, 53 cities have signed up to it, where the Justice Department will now train your police department uh, they'll make sure that the police department follows the guidelines and rules of the Justice Department, not the local community, right. not the local citizens, not the local political administration. You've lost control, 53 cities, of your police department. Now, doesn't it also, I, I find that the same movement that would want to nationalize the police department, there's that same movement that wants to take guns away from uh, the population yeah. and uh, cancel <clears throat> the um, Second Amendment. Yeah. And, um, you know, you almost have to ask, what you know what what is the real intention other than the united nations yeah. intention is to disarm yep. uh, every citizen yeah subjugate the population that that's a tragedy and you're absolutely right that's that's the sad part of this so, so few americans are aware of it look we're busy people americans we're working we're taking care of our families we're trying to do the right thing and sadly, these things go on right in front of us, and we can't identify them because the press, for the most part, has never mentioned the Revolutionary Communist Party. Not as, once have they mentioned that 500 right. people were bussed in yep. and paid for by George Soros. Never once mentioned anywhere. Yeah, and, you know, these tragedies continue daily. Uh, police officers uh, at this point are, uh, the killing of policemen are up 78% over the same period last year. Police officers are being killed at an unprecedented rate, and many of it's been inflamed by these people. Look at what happened in Dallas. That man who killed five police officers mentioned the Black Lives Matter was one of the right, reasons right. he did that. So, exactly. Uh, I mean, black citizens now look at the police as the enemy. Even the most simple stops turn into confrontations because of the propaganda from the Justice Department, from Black Lives Matter, and the press in America. So police have a multitude of people that are not 
doing the right thing and explaining the nature. And the problem, you know, I, I watched uh, the other day, there was um, uh, an issue uh, where jaywalking was going on, and they were trying, because so many uh, uh, accidents were occurring, so they initiated a police um, to stop the jaywalking. So here's this kid, high school kid, there, and he's jaywalking, and the policeman says, hey man, go in the sidewalk, uh, go in the uh, crosswalk. And of course, the black kid ignored him, keeps walking, yeah. and the cop says, look, I told you, go into the sidewalk. He ignored him, so now he's going, now I want you to come here, and uh, uh, now I'm going to cite you. He wouldn't stop. And he says, look, stop, I'm telling you. And then finally, now he's grabbing him, and he's now it's an arrest and the entire time the other kids all around were screaming at the cop and this and that oh let him go and they have no respect if a policeman gives you an order and you don't follow that order expect to be arrested it's like you can always have recourse later in the courts if you think it's incorrect but when a policeman tells you to do something at least i as a kid learn yeah. Do what they say. But you know, this, this attitude uh, of uh, police and the black community of separation. In, in uh, Connecticut, quite recently, we had a black female college professor who uh, was stopped by the police and given a traffic citation. The next morning, she went to the police department and made a formal complaint against the police officer, saying that he used racial epithets and bad language to her. Well, fortunately, the police they officer had a camera. Had a camera, right? And uh, when they showed the camera uh, in in court, the police, uh, this woman was uh, arrested for making a false police report. Yeah. In Princeton, New Jersey, a very similar situation: a black female college professor was stopped for a traffic citation. Turned out she had other tickets that were unpaid, and there was a warrant out for her arrest. She was arrested. She was uh, released on her own recognizance, but. She didn't make a complaint, but she did have an interview with the press the next day and basically said the police officer treated her badly. Made because she was black. Made, yes, made racial comments and so forth. Again, the police officer had a camera. And when they showed it in court, uh, she was required to apologize. But the point I want to make is that these are two well-educated, um, intelligent women who under normal circumstances under normal circumstances, would never behave like this. Right. But this prevailing attitude, this pervasive attacks on the police against that they're damaging and killing blacks, is now being bought by many uh, black citizens, and you get this nonsense. It's a tragedy. Listen, folks, tonight at uh, 7 o'clock at the Best Western Airport Hotel, um, um, uh, James is going to be giving a, a lecture. It's free to the law enforcement and to all first responders. This is something that's really important and people need to know about. Our police departments um, are uh, being nationalized, and it's something that we, as an American citizen, have to stop. Um, we're uh, uh, losing so many rights. I want to say thank you very much well, for... Thank you for uh, having me. For you and Bill, thank you for introducing me to him. Listen, folks, come out if you can tonight, 7 o'clock. And um, anyway, is that 47? Yes. Yeah, so uh, this is Eliezer Ben-Joseph. 
It was a great show. I want to thank you all for joining me. Check out my Facebook page. We'll be back next week with another show. Most of the therapeutic modalities mentioned here on the Natural Solutions Radio Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.